What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. I'm super excited. Oh my gosh, another incredible guest. So stay put, put, sit down, listen, and be inspired. My next guest is a thrill seeker, a self-professed nerd. Us nerds are the best. A question asker, a voracious reader, a competitor, which is great, a keynote speaker and business builder. Please welcome Rob Kretchek to the show. Rob, did I say that last one name correctly? You did. You nailed it. Thanks, Deanna. All right. Yes, I was scared I was going to screw that up. Well, Rob, <laughs> we've already had such a great conversation so far. And that's one, one of the best things I love about doing this is that I get to, 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 uh, to connect with incredible people like yourself. And so you kind of told us a little bit something like what kind of propelled you forward in life, you know, going through high school and stuff like that. But I'm going to let you start where you want to start off with. And we're just going to get into get into it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have, a, I guess, a couple stories to share about my childhood. So my dad was a high school vice principal, and I ended up being bullied on the bus oh. You know, when I was going to school in elementary school, right? Like first, second, third grade. We had this bus teacher, this uh, bus driver, excuse me, who he didn't care about anything because he was at the end of his career. So kids on our bus could do whatever. So like kids would yeah. get in fights. Kids would take my jacket off and smear it on the ground in winter when it was all oh snowy and muddy. And then one kid even lit my hair on fire on the bus with a lighter, you know? And so my dad, because he was a high school vice principal, he would always say, you know, don't fight back. You know, you don't, you know, you just gotta like, you know, not do anything. And, and I understand why he said that, but I also, you know, think that that contributed to some feelings of me being helpless, right. And not, not being able to retaliate. I felt kind of trapped. And so, you know, I think that that was a sort of a difficult time for me in my life, but um, there's another really difficult time, which I think impacted me even more. And that was when I was in high school. So I ended up developing really, really bad acne all throughout high school starting my you know freshman year. And this was really terrible for my self-esteem and self-worth. It really made me feel uh, you know, like I didn't want to look people in the eye or I didn't want people to even yeah. look at me. And then one year for my uh, for my yearbook picture, I specifically didn't go and get my picture taken because I didn't want people to remember my face that way. And so one of the unfortunate side effects of this, you know, bad acne was that I also became addicted to video games. And this was in my in the mid 90s before, you know, most people even had a cell phone or had an internet connected computer at home. And so, you know, that really, so I kind of say that uh, I was addicted to technology before it was cool to be addicted to technology. Um, and so, uh, you know, that really is forms the basis of what I'm trying to do to, to help people today is to not go through what I went through and be addicted to technology in certain ways. Gosh, that's like, so uh, we're going to go through some of that because I have some questions, but not yeah. being addicted to technology these days with Facebook, social media, and just the way our world is trending in general is very hard. I know when I, mm. when I start, if I start my day and things are rocking and rolling, like emails are coming in, I'm getting a lot of stuff on social media because for the podcast, my, I promote a lot on social media. And so yeah. like, there are some days that are more active than others. And I find myself at the end of the day, when things are starting to calm down, like constantly like looking at my phone, like, what's next? What's next? You know, I have to like pull myself away from it and be like, okay, that's it. I'm done for the day. Put it down. Who cares if anything comes in, you'll get it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So, Like it's, uh, I think that that is a very huge task 
for you to help people not be addicted. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I think a lot of people are experiencing what you're saying, Deanna. It's, you know, throughout the day, uh, when we interact with technology, not every time, but a lot of the times it's activating our sympathetic nervous system. That's our fight or flight system that keeps us alive during when there's a threat. But yeah. if we activate this system all day and then we don't give ourselves a chance to recover and it takes at least 30 minutes to to fully recover after you've activated it, you know, we're, we're, we're basically making ourselves anxious and amped up throughout the entire day. And that, I think, is the true uh, the root cause between a lot of the stress and anxiety that people are feeling today. It's because of how and how much they're using their technology. Yeah, oh, I would totally agree with that. Uh, but let's go. Let's go back to what you shared of being going, being bullied in uh, elementary school and then in high school. Yeah. We kind of have some parallels, you know. I mm. I was bullied as a freckle face, and in high school, I was very fashion forward, and so people didn't really get me. Um, very, I was nerdy too, and but which mm -hmm. I loved, you know. I'm I'm pretty intelligent considering, you know. <laughs> and um, I I just look at back at those, and I feel like you know, it kind of helped me become who I am today. As yeah. painful as it was to go through those experiences. And, you know, I think that there's a lot of people, especially in today's world with cyberbullying that get bullied and, you know, um, you know, it's very sad and it's hard to go through it. But if you have the strength and the support around you, you know, look at you now, you're super successful. So you, um, do you still own three Anytime Fitness clubs? So I, I actually, so I'm a nine-time nine entrepreneur, but I sold all my other businesses so I, that I could focus on my current one. So I, I did have three health clubs and four cell phone repair stores and a tech startup. Oh, my I God. I sold all those. See, look at you now. And look, your skin looks great. So everybody <laughs> in high you. school, look at Rob now. You missed out, man. friends with this guy. He is going places, doing things. And now he's on my podcast. So <laughs> So tell us about... Okay, so you are out to help people not become addicted to technology. And so what is the name of this company and what does that look like? Yeah, so the name of my company is Humans First and we're a consultancy that helps individuals, uh, groups and companies avoid tech overload is what I call it. And basically, um, here's what's happening to you know the entire population of the United States in America. And this is a statistic from before COVID. So you can't say that COVID affected this. In America, the average person spends 12 hours and 21 minutes a day in front of screens and media. In other words, we're spending three quarters of our waking life in front of, you know, technology. And the, you know, the thing that the reason I named the company humans first is the most meaning and purpose and joy and happiness in our lives comes from being with and connecting with other humans, not technology. And so I, I believe that, you know, there's, and, and I want to be clear, like I, I'm a nerd. I love technology. I, I, I'm not anti-technology. I'm pro-humanity. And so the name of my company is Humans First is a reminder to everyone that we can be connecting with other people. And that's really what we're here on, as, on this earth to do as humans. Well, I totally agree with that. Like, if so I, I have a real basic need that I need to connect with others. So that's why yeah. I'm very social. Mm -hmm. you know? And what's interesting is that I do sometimes suffer from social anxiety. So, you know, that's sometimes well, that's when I need mm -hmm. a cocktail or two to get me relaxed. Sure. But I, I love connecting with people and even through like doing this, I know it's in, in a, on a screen, but having these conversations with my guests mm -hmm. are very important for me. And I, it helps me fulfill that need that I have to connect. So yeah. I, I'm all about that. And I think that you can find a good balance, you know, and be mindful of what is going on and in, in, in making sure that you're keeping that balance in your life. Hey dad, how you been? What's going on? Well, uh, not too much. 
sprint cleaning time. Well, did you weed whack? Did you get the carpets clean? Because I know, I know mom's all about that, so I, I, I want to make sure we're ready to go. Well, yeah. Um, I got the gutters clean. That's about it. That's it? Well, so when I said weed whack and all that in the carpet, I kind of meant like the Manscaped 4.0. It's a little more personal. I understand, yeah. Works oh, I, awesome. Have you tried this? I have tried it and it works wonders. It really oh, does. Yeah. Okay. This is pretty cool. And uh, see, it comes with uh, with an LED light. And I, I understand it's waterproof. It is waterproof. It works well. I tried it. You know, I mean, uh, it's a good product. It's a great product. I've tried other ones and they're just so noisy and and it's it, they don't uh, they don't cut very well. Wow. That's really good, Mike. Where do we get this? Well, you know you can get it at manscaped.com. Uh, and while you're at manscaped.com, you know that we got a code so we get it cheaper. Really? Yeah. What, what kind of a discount can we get? We can get it at label free 20 and it gives you 20% off the product and it gives us free shipping. And uh, you know, I've tried some of the other products there because they got these all new Premier products um, like this here. It's for your, it's a deodorant. Now is it for underarm or other places or? Made it, you know, I tried, but it's for the underarm. Okay. That's, that's, that's where it's at. And you can also get it at uh, manscaped.com. Same code, we're using the code again. Label free 20. Label free 20. Free shipping Free shipping. How can you go wrong with that, right? Wonderful. So if someone comes to you like a, actually let's take a company. So if anybody's mm -hmm. out there listening that might be very curious about how, what Rob's company does, well, I want to have him explain how you help or, or work with companies to prevent that tech overload. Yeah. So what's, you know, what's interesting is if you look at the average U.S. company today, about uh, six out of 10 workers are stressed out or burned out, right? It's the, that statistic is the highest it's ever been. And that's, you know, so basically the majority of the people in your company are, have this daily stress, which is really damaging over time. And so What's happening is, you know, we, we're sending the average white collar worker sends and receives 126 emails per day. And if you take two minutes per email, that's four hours of your day right there. And then yeah. if you spend two hours in meetings, you basically only have two hours left to do your job, right? And that's like, who can do their job in two hours a day? I mean, that's very difficult for the average person. And so what we help companies do is uh, to eliminate distractions and help uh, their workers focus on what matters most, right? And so, um, you know, there's a ton of things that go into that, but really it's um, making sure that we reduce email volume, reduce meeting time, and then allow workers to the autonomy to do what they want to do and, you know, ultimately focus on whatever is going to generate the most value for the company. And that, you know, not only makes the worker happier and less stressed, it makes the company more money and it makes, and everyone is, it's a win for everyone. Yeah, no, I love that. I mean, I, when I was in corporate, I'm no longer in corporate, thank, thank God. Um, that you, those statistics are pretty accurate. So I was, mm -hmm. in, you know, in a call center, oh. my last big uh, job was with career builder. And so we could get, you know, loaded all our accounts to work on, which was like 500 accounts. And we had a minimum calls that we had to do a day and emails we had to send out. So luckily mm -hmm. a lot of stuff was automated, but still, you know, it yeah. was a little bit, a lot of overload and you just felt like a machine, do, 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 you know, mm -hmm. I mean, so I, yeah, I think that's totally true. And so what is a good way for a company to, you know, if they can, if they can't afford to work with you, what would be some key things that they could do to help their employees not experience tech overload? Yeah, so um, and I'm actually happy to share this in the in the show notes with with people. It's an open source thing, but 
I actually think that one of the root causes of all these problems is that, and, and the vast majority of companies that I talk to do not have this, companies do not have a written standards of communication or written communication guidelines, right? And so if you have this and you communicate it with your employees, now it completely changes how they do their jobs. So let's just take, for example, email, right? Let's yeah. pretend you said to all your employees, and this is like, you're, I'm the CEO of the company, right? Hey, everyone, I only want us to, like the standard for us to answer business emails is 24 business hours. So as long as you just answer your email within 24 hours, I find that acceptable. Well, the average person right now is checking their email once every six minutes. And so imagine if you went from checking your emails every six minutes to let's just say checking it two or three times a day. Now, all that time that you spent checking your email could be used doing other more important things. Yeah. And so just that one thing, communicating that one thing about how email should be handled and the re appropriate response time completely changes how everyone does their job and allows them to be way less stressed and way more productive. Wow, that's awesome. I really love that. So it's almost kind of like um, instilling almost time management and not having such high expectations that so that they should be constantly on in their emails. Yeah, the the way I would describe it is I, I'm I'm helping companies uh, and employees try to be proactive instead of reactive because oh, the average person yeah. just walks into their job and they don't have a game plan for the day. They're just checking their email and reacting to everything. The yeah. way I describe it is that's like a quarterback going up to the line and saying, hey, guys, we're not going to call a play. Let's just try to see if we can get the football in the end zone and then hike the ball. Like that would be totally crazy, right? You're never going to score. But that's essentially what most employees are doing each day when they don't have a game plan or don't go into their day trying to be proactive. Yeah, I love that. Um, so what if an individual wants to work with you? What does that look like? Is that like more coaching or, you know, how, 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 what is that process like? Yeah, I do something what that I call life design evaluation. And I generally work with CEOs, but it could really be with anybody. It doesn't have to be a CEO. And what I do is I have them take a half hour survey, which kind of helps me understand how they use their time and more importantly, their energy. And then I um, work with them over a couple sessions to evaluate and implement some different ways that they can start saving time. And this sounds kind of crazy, but I had a I had a uh, a very, um, you know, prominent politician from Colorado. She actually just won the primary. So she's running for governor of Colorado and wow. she's one of my clients. So she worked with me and implemented everything I said. And what we found is that we measured the screen time on her phone and she saved over 40 hours of screen time every week. Wow. A, a full work week's worth of time every week. Well, that's and so, <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> You know, so I mean that like that is, you know, and as as everyone gonna accomplish 40 hours of savings? No, of course not. But I, I think for the average person, I can easily find four hours of savings from or about half a workday week minimum. Holy that's super God. easy. That's awesome. That that's something to remember. You guys hear that? Four hours a day. Um, what here's a question as far as what is the I guess um what happens to someone if they experience tech, tech burnout? You know, like what are what happens to like your personality or your psych, like you know psychologically? I'm sure you have some some statistics on what that would look like if you don't deal with that and, and make some changes. Yeah. So what uh, what I think the average person doesn't understand is that they're undergoing so much stress from how they use technology. And that, that ultimately can lead to anxiety and eventually depression. And in some very, you know, extreme cases, like 
for instance, many there's many, many instances, unfortunately, of, te- of teens who have killed themselves because of what they've seen on social media, right? And so that's like an extreme example, but that's really what can happen if this is taken to an extreme. And so what the average person doesn't realize is that they're subjecting themselves to more stress than they probably realize each day. And so if, you, and you know, the, the uh, effects of that are, you know, uh, GI problems, obviously worse yeah. sleep, you know, you're more stressed, like you feel worse throughout the day. You um, like, there's just so many negative things that happen. And so if you can just use your technology a little bit differently, you become less stressed. And then not only do you feel better, but you also allow more creativity and allow yourself to connect with other people better. I, which love, I, think that. Is the, the, I love that. Where can people find you, connect with you, reach out to you? Yeah, absolutely. So I'd love to chat with people. They can reach me at humansfirst.us. That's my website. And one other thing that I just wanted to offer all your listeners today is a free 30-minute consultation call with me. So all you need to do to redeem that is just email me. My email address is rob, R-O-B, at humansfirst.us. And then just mention this podcast in the subject line, and I'm happy to set up a free 30-minute call with any of the listeners. That's right. Label free podcast, you guys. And I'll put all those links in the show notes. So don't hesitate to reach out to Rob, check out his website, connect with him. And um, yeah, I'm sure he'd be happy to help you in any way that he can. So I want to ask some personal questions. So you're sure. a, th- a thrill seeker. What mm-hmm. are do you seek that gets you thrilled? <laughs> Oh man, I mean, I uh, I got I got certified for scuba diving when I was 11 years old. Uh, I've I've gone solo skydiving. I I think though the craziest thing that I ever did is I was in Costa Rica and they have this platform suspended across a, a canyon that's like three or four football fields long, and you get attached to this platform and you swing oh, across the canyon. Cool. Like yeah. the, 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 uh, the force on you is actually way greater than skydiving because of it's a swing and it's attached to a fixed point wild. It was so fun. Oh my gosh. I've seen like videos on Instagram, like reels <laughs> and clips. And I, I would love to do that. I I've, I've skydived twice in my life and it was the nice. most incredible feeling to do, to like jump out of an airplane and just like, like, I mean, you just fall so quickly, but it doesn't even feel like it. You know, mm-hmm. and just yeah. like when you pull the chute, coasting to the ground is so peaceful and it's just so beautiful. Where did you skydive at? So I went in Madison, Wisconsin. My That's where I went to uh, college and my parents actually got me a gift certificate for graduating from college <laughs> to go oh, skydiving. Oh, wow, cool. Wait, yeah. so where did you grow up? So are you, are you in the mid- Midwest? Yeah, yeah. I'm actually, I live in Chicago now with my wife, but then I'm originally from Milwaukee. And uh, I went to school at UW Madison. So, oh my gosh, well, if you were local, we could have done this in person. Dang it. Yeah. Uh, that would have been way better. If I would have known that, we would have done it in person because I would bring my producer. But, okay. Uh, one more question What is your favorite book since you are a voracious reader? Oh, man. I wish, I so wish if, if I could get humanity to read one book, it would be this It's The Laws of Human Nature by Robert Greene. It's basically like a book that helps you decode human behavior. It's, it's the way I describe it is there's life before this book and there's life after this book. And once you read it, if you really understand the information in there, you can't ever look at people the same again in a, in a good way, in a yeah. good way. Yeah, I, I believe that. Okay, so now we're getting close here on time. And now is the part of the show like I, that I like to ask for any last words of wisdom or advice. So we've talked a lot of great things and what you offer in terms of helping people overcome tech burnout. But mm-hmm. what would you like to leave with the audience today? Yeah, so 
The amount of love, success, and happiness in this world are infinite. And so imagine how much love, success, and happiness we could all have together if we all decided to put humans first. Ooh, that was good. Oh my gosh, Rob. Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you for sharing your story. Uh, your story is incredible and in what you're doing. I think it is very necessary, especially in today's world. You know, um, I, like I said, when I, like I mentioned earlier, I struggle with trying to find a balance sometimes. And I can attest to when I'm not, when I've been so like, um, like a, attached to my phone and the computer all day, I do start feeling yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and it and it and it kills a little bit of my creativity. So I, you know, a lot of my income comes from being creative. You know, this is a creative outlet. I manage a lot of social media pages for other people and create mm-hmm. content. And it can it like when I do too much, I have to take a break. Yeah, it catches up to. everybody. That happens to everybody. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much for being a guest. I can't wait to see what you accomplish. Keep us posted on any new pro- projects or anything, so we can bring you back and update the audience. Yeah, thank you so much, Deanna. I'm really grateful to, for the opportunity. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Radalescu with Label Free Podcasts. Live your best life. You must live label free. Please don't forget to subscribe, follow, rate, review, comment, share, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.